You look nice today. Oh, thank you. I exfoliated, so <laughs> I'm glowing. <laughs> you are. Rent it up like Forrest Gump, makes for Hussein Ball But you never really made it back, you kept paving waves When I spin the globe, I'm connected across the map I'm a walking business brand, I'm a mogul with LLC What you telling me? What up everybody, this is the No Politics Podcast Where we provide our perspective on everything dope 100% unfiltered, you know if it's worth talking about, we talking about it. Yes, I'm sir. your boy, Faking No Moves, and I'm here with my brothers. I'm your boy, Eric BNYC. Your boy, Working Genius. And that's a fact, though. What <laughs> up, yo? Chilling. Nothing, man. Eventful week. Eventful week. We got a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah. Not only that, but we got a lot of shit done this week, too. We, we dropped our episodes. We... Uh, we jump back into the no politics sports. You know what I'm saying? Even though we do be talking sports on the podcast, you know, whatever we can't cover, we gonna cover on there always. Right. You know so what I'm saying? uh on YouTube it's no politics network. Uh, network, right? Yeah. All right. So and yeah, we so got so everything. Everything's there. The podcast, the sports talk, the 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 uncut outtakes that the, the good people at home didn't get to see during the podcast or after the podcast. Yeah, we were just know. bullshitting and uh, talking nonsense. Yeah, yeah just yeah, like, laid back, chill vibe. Basically, it's our hub for all content, no politics. Yes, yeah, so, for, you know for, the, for the 20 of you out there who actually viewed an episode of ours, like you have extra content. <laughs> it might have been me 20 <laughs> times, low key. True. I don't even care. Okay. It might have been me like at least 10 of those times. 15 yeah. views, five views. Y'all yeah. hold a special place in my heart. Yeah, we're going to let the let the universe do what it do. You know what I mean? Day ones. Like, exactly. Of whatever course. happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, man. So, like you said, a, a eventful week. Not only for that, but like a lot of things happening this week. A lot of stories that we personally felt we wanted to talk about. That we was like, "Yo, save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we we can't even have normal conversation no more. Yeah, <laughs> just want to save all the energy. Exactly. So I think it's only right we start we start off this week with. The Joe Rogan controversy, I guess we could say. Controversy, yeah, that's the word I was thinking. Yeah, that's what it's called, right? Controversy, yeah. So uh, apparently um, the world is trying to get rid of Joe Rogan. Yeah, I mean, they've been trying since the whole pandemic ivermectin shit. As soon as, was, as, soon as they saw Trump. he was pushing Trump, the horse tranquilizer As soon shit. as they saw Trump was on his way out, they were like, nah, fuck Joe Rogan. We coming for him. He he don't believe in, he don't believe in uh corona or whatever like he he has his own ways of of going about it or his own ideologies on how you should fight it and mm -hmm. it's just been it's just been a messy slope for him but shit just getting messier if y'all know what I'm talking about right well okay, so so let's you, go through it go over it yeah exactly before you go on to that though we gotta acknowledge the fact like you kind of alluded to this started. Initially, so he has a partnership with Spotify. That's important to note. 
anybody who has been living under a rock, Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast in the world by most metrics, right? He's one of the uh, pod fathers, if you will, of yeah. the game. Um, so wildly popular, used to be able to get it, his all his episodes on YouTube, or if you had, you know, whatever podcast services that are out there that you normally listen to your podcasts. He got uh he he did a, an exclusive deal with Spotify. Was it last year for like a hundred million, hundred and fifty million, whatever it was? Yeah. So they have exclusive rights to his podcast. He still sends out clips on YouTube here and there, but not the full episode. So the big issue first started off with the fact, but real quick, his catalog, like his past podcast before Spotify, are they all still on YouTube? I think accessible, he was like like Spotify didn't inherit his whole previous work. They just started from a certain point going forward now. Or, yeah, or think, did they take everything? I think I think he still left uh certain episodes that were you know that predated the deal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's I think what, that's what so um anyway, long story short, he's come come under fire. First, it was um He's had a lot of conversations on his podcast throughout the pandemic about coronavirus, uh, about um, how about mandates, vaccinations. And um, if you ever heard Joe Rogan podcast, you know, he's kind of um, is regarded as somebody who is kind of very inquisitive. He's a thinker, you know, um, whether you like him or hate him, he's somebody who does at the very least try to get both perspectives of an argument or or a debate. He has people of all kinds, yeah. whether, you know, black, white, Democrat, Republican, if you're a conspiracy theorist or not, the whole spectrum. So, And the thing is, too, the problem with that is that he has so many episodes also that if you're not a Joe Rogan fan who is dedicated to watching each episode, you might not know that about him, that he f- fairly doesn't, lean one way or the other he gives everybody the platform to speak their side exactly it's not about it's not about who he likes and who he dislikes who he agrees with and who he disagrees with he brings you on and he lets you you know speak your side and like and i don't even watch a ton of joe rogan but i know enough to know that you know what i mean yeah right but continue so um he got he got into some hot water because there are some people who feel as though he is spreading misinformation about COVID-19 um, on his podcast. And um, and essentially, he had to post a whole apology, essentially, to, you know, I guess by the urging of Spotify. Because, you know, like, it's one thing to do things independently where you don't have to answer to a corporate structure. But now, because Spotify has a probably the largest I'm assuming listener base in terms of streaming services out there. Um, He has a responsibility to kind of explain himself. So he went and he had his long post that he put on Instagram, basically explaining his position. Um, From what I understand, he is somebody who I wouldn't say anti-vaccination is the, is the right term, but he is somebody who's for vaccinations, but feels as though there are a lot of questions about the current vaccination that is being pushed. And he doesn't, he's not a fan of the mandates 
and he's not a fan of pushing vaccinations onto people, right? And he's not alone in that in that regard, right? There's a lot of people and he, who believe and he's mainly not that he's anti any of that. He's pro health. He's all about be healthy, stay healthy, do the right thing, and you should be all right. Yeah, and he's like fifty something years old. He's shredded. Like, have you ever seen him? Yeah. Like, like, dude is a jujitsu black belt, right? And he's yeah. like, you know, comedian, oh, podcast, host. black belt. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a an everyman in that respect. So like, so basically, he did this whole apology, basically saying that he's gonna try to do better in the future about representing both sides of the argument about all issues. So he said maybe he acknowledged the fact that maybe sometimes things could get skewed. Like if he has several episodes in a row of people who are on one side of some argument, it can look to somebody from the outside in that he is really pushing an agenda when in his opinion, he's not. So he said he'd do a better job of balancing it out and that he wants to hear from things. So one of the things about it also that, um, it's important to know is that there were artists on Spotify, major recording artists like Neil Young, um, who pulled his music from Spotify because he felt as though the platform was allowing Joe Rogan to push theories about COVID-19 that weren't, you know, vetted true and that weren't. And, you know, he felt like they were dangerous considering what we're going through currently as a country still. And he felt like, they weren't doing a good job of uh, of stepping in and kind of monitoring that. So that happened, right? And then um, if that weren't enough, people started going and digging into his past archives of recordings. They pretty and- much said, fuck your apology. We're going to find much. something else. <laughs> or, or you know what? They're like, hey okay, he apologized, but we're not going to just let this go and let this be swept under the rug. You know, so um, there was, there's a video that's floating around where he uses the N-word, and it's a whole highlight clip over the years of him using the N-word from the beginning of his podcast, um, you know, throughout the years, basically. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put that clip up right now. now. And and let's kind of also say, like, let it be known that he's saying the N word, but he's saying the hard R. He's no, he's not saying the hard R. Yeah, he is. Yes, he, he is? is. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> he is Yo, what's up with all R. these people saying the N word with the hard R? Like, I don't give a fuck. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's it, brings us to that. So, um, he, for people who don't know, he is also a comedian, has been a comedian for probably the last 20, 25, 30 years or whatever. I would say about 30. He's been do- actually doing a comedy, I think, since the, the 90s or whatever, Joe Rogan. He's a well-respected comedian, sells out everywhere, has a big loyal fan base, has done shows with Dave Chappelle, has co-headlined with Chappelle, a who's who of people. He has comedians regularly on his show all the time that he does his podcast with as guests. Um, and this is not to shoot him bail, but... Um, I guess in the way that he described it, because he had to 
speak about this. He also released another video, probably like a week later after the initial video or two weeks later after the initial video where he explained himself in, in terms of the, the coronavirus, uh, you know, um, issue. So, so now you have this, this clip floating out there and basically he basically was trying to explain his usage of the word. And he basically said he felt that he could use it because he wasn't using it in a harmful way. He wasn't using it in a way to offend or to attack others or to demean others. That wasn't his intention. So he was using because he looked at it as just a word. Right. And he wasn't using it in a manner to offend. But. I guess it just the debate is tricky because is it just a word on the surface level it is but if you look deeper in the history of that word for many people it's not just the word it's a word with way deeper meaning and significance and when you're a white man who's using that word freely and seemingly without consequence it gets into this thing where it's like what is acceptable what is not does he get a pass you know, because of he's a comedian and comedians push the edge. Does he get a pass because he's close friends with people like Dave Chappelle, you know, and others who are prominent black people who have no issue with him using that word, you know? So we, we got this situation now where he's, you know, he's his back is against the wall and, you know, a lot of people calling for his head basically. Yeah. Damn, I, for well some said. reason that was a lot. For it some was reason, I I didn't I didn't like like you said you joked around. Oh, we're gonna pull up the clip of him saying it, and like I didn't go looking for that stuff. Like, just I guess just by nature, I figured like Joe Rogan is not a person that means harm. Like you know what I mean. Like, but I also just assumed he didn't use the ER because he's down in my mind, to the point where he probably was throwing it around with the A, and also I'm like, I'm down shit. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. If, for me, it's a fine line, whether it's comedy or not. Like, if you're using the, the, the ER, like, there's no substance or terms where you can put that and use that word where it makes me laugh, personally. You know? So that's tough. But Joe Rogan is known by way more people than like in the world than I can even assume like I I don't fucking know him personally so like how can I really judge his character just based off his image that he portrays on a TV you know what I mean but so many people that he does know have stand by him and 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 personally defended him and said bro I would never think Joe Rogan's a, a malicious person or a racist person dad would throw that word around with with like bad intent it basically stick sticking by what he said he used it in a way that wasn't hurtful and a lot of people are standing with him black white spanish if they know him they're standing with him right so i mean i think the question is right like um in my opinion I feel like he was right to come out and apologize for his usage of it in the past, right? I feel like, um, 
yeah, like you shouldn't probably, you shouldn't, not even probably, I don't think you should be using that word, especially as a white man. I mean, it gets into a whole other discussion whether anybody should be using that word, given the fact of what that word means, you know, and the history behind it, right, historically. But I will, you know, defer to people who are African-American and, and, to kind of decide that for themselves. It's not my job. I don't believe to kind of um, decide for them or for me to get involved in like, hey, you guys are using it. Why can't I? And a lot of a lot of white people do tend to do that. And they use that as an excuse for the usage of the word and stuff. And, um, you know, I feel like uh, that's a slippery slope when you kind of use that as an argument. You yeah, know? I feel like uh, as a white person, like you shouldn't have this like desire to want to use it. Like why, like what 100%. makes you want to use it? It's that, that doesn't even come from like wanting. It feels like it doesn't come from wanting to use the word as much as it comes from like, they're doing it and not, and we can't, it's almost like a feeling of like, I don't have the same level of power that they have that I can't freely use it. But yeah, uh, in terms of the word, like, I don't think it should be like freely tossed around but I also can understand the side of, remember, there's context to when Rogan is using this, right? He's using it most times, for most times that I've seen, he's using it within the context of, he's almost talking about the word itself. It's a very meta conversation about the usage of the word, right? Um, he's not like using it and directing it, like you said, it is, there's no malice behind it. He's not calling someone that word he's not even doing like it's it's very much like he's almost breaking down the word and how people use the word and i personally don't really have an issue with that because i just feel like clearly like aaron said like he comes off as this harmless person and in those situations from what i've seen he's been harmless with it he's not trying to use it does that mean i think like you should just throw it around whenever no i don't think you just you know walk around pass. talking talking about it like it's nothing like clearly it can you know uh make people feel a certain type of way so you don't just throw it around wherever whenever right but in terms of his usage he's there with a guest right on his podcast and they're talking about the word for the most part and and so should he be more mindful about how much he uses it sure but i don't think there was anything malicious from the clips i've seen when he uses it so now it's just that's the argument for me yeah i don't think it was malicious i think it was poor taste more than anything and yeah. the thing is is i feel like um i do feel like just because there may be factions who are out to get him because they feel like he has a powerful platform and he may be pushing ideas and agendas that they don't agree with necessarily and they want to kind of censor him and shut him down just because that may be true and i'm not disputing it at all i think that is what's happening because otherwise like let's be honest those clips were out there for years already Four yeah, years. Exactly. It is almost as if somebody had those clips queued up and ready to push the button on them when the timing was right, and then they did it. And this was the opportunity mm -hmm. for them to do it. Yep. However, despite that all being true, I do feel as though he does um, he does need to be accountable for it, kind of yeah. like 
kind of like um like he does need to be accountable for it and and understand the gravity and the weight of that word like when you use that word and it's like um he should feel lucky to have been able to get away for that long using it unscathed um you know it's kind of surprising that you know it went all that time without it being a thing and and you know mind you like a lot of people in defense of rogan have brought up the fact that people like uh like you see clips with like jimmy kimmel and blackface jimmy kimmel on the man show when he before he was the host of uh jimmy kimmel live you know he did a lot of racy stuff on that show on the comedy central show if you if you ever heard of the man show he has a clip with that uh they they had a clip circulating with howard stern when howard stern was dressed in blackface with another black actor who uh was it uh sherman helmsley from the jeffersons way before any of mm. our time even mm. me as the old guy but um <laughs> but but yeah so like there is examples of people who kind of told the line or crossed the line and did provocative stuff like that and got backlash and heat from it and they're still working howard yeah. stern is an example of that jimmy kimmel like i just mentioned there's even a wrestling clip of the rock with mankind where he has this whole bit i believe on monday night raw where he's mocking a chinese person and using like a gibberish kind of language you know kind of stereotypical chinese language that doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. and um and a lot of people were pointing out it's like oh why he didn't get backlash for this or this and the third but like you said context matters right the rock is on the wwe at the time it's the 90s the attitude era was kind of crazy those things kind of flew and they would yeah. naturally flew all the time on tv when we were growing up watching that shit as kids it is what it was you know like we look back at now we know a little better we might not kind of like if we were had to do it all over again i'm sure they wouldn't do that or touch those subjects but it's like i feel like people have to be careful when they try to overcorrect situations right because it's like yeah acknowledging that you made a mistake and stuff but it's like joe rogan if you look at everything in this whole body of work those clips and those instances of how many episodes there might be let's say there's 15 episodes where he used the word out of thousands of episodes that he has yeah over the span of what 10 15 15 years like you can't he's done far more good in igniting conversations like you said aaron around health around political issues just around everyday life government whatever it is he's touched every topic and i felt like his value is way greater than than um to me it kind of it kind of trumps you know even the bad parts of him in the times that he used that word in those ways i'm not shooting him bail but i feel like we got to be smart about we're going to cancel people or throw people out because you know they had these instances over the years in the past you know what i mean yeah because because with cancel culture it comes from like it's like if we're not gonna allow people to kind of learn from their mistakes and grow and then apologize and we're still gonna say nah fuck that like then what do we do like as you said if you go back to something like the attitude era right clearly the world is changing and the world is growing and the world is learning so of course people are gonna have to 
learn as well, grow as well, adjust as well. And if someone comes out, they apologize, how are you still going to be like, all right, cool, but here's all this other shit that you was talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and, and I agree, there's certain things to me that maybe is like something like as malicious or evil as like rape, for example. Like, okay, we having a different conversation, right? But we're talking about this this word and his usage of it, which was not intended to be derogatory or malicious to anyone. So it's to me, it's like a lot different. Like you got to be careful what dirt you bring up to kind of slander somebody with and and they apologize and you still say, nah, fuck you, we canceling you. We still coming after you, right? Because then it feels more about like control. Now it's like, nah, we just trying to like, like, like the the artist that you said uh, after he apologized, he kind of threatened to take his music off Spotify. Like, why? Neil Young. Like, yeah, a couple so, artists though. Yeah, it was Neil Young. Like, it was uh, who else? I think Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. I think Tracy Chapman was another uh, person. Like, you know, um, a bunch of washed up artists. <laughs> Tracy Chapman is the one with that that fast car song. That shit, y'all know that shit is a classic. You never heard of Tracy Chapman? You definitely, you definitely heard of her. You just, you just you got a fast that. car, some shit like that. Nope. Don't ring a bell. Don't ring a bell. But yeah, like these artists are like you know threatening to take their stuff off, and it's like. When someone has influence, like they have influence, what you could do back is they speak their opinion into the world, right? And then you could speak yours. You could combat their opinion with your opinion. But like threatening to like just take your stuff off so that they can pull his stuff down is almost like you're just trying to silence someone now. Like leave it yeah. to the audience to make the decision on whether they like this guy or not after hearing their opinions. Like, it, By the way, you're also, trying to control what the audience is getting so that you could control like how shit shapes itself. And it's like, no, like you need to allow all opinions to fly and then people will make the decision that they make. Yeah. So, I think, I think also from what I understand, Spotify removed like 70 episodes of his that was on the platform um, in response to the COVID thing initially. And I think what they're going to do going forward is they're going to have disclaimers because in addition to having the audio, Spotify does have a video feature where you can actually view his full episodes and stream it to your TV or watch it on your phone. So they're going to have like a kind of a message, I guess, before the airing of, of, you know, the video plays to kind of let people know, hey, the opinions here are not shared. Yada yada yada, kind of like a disclaimer. That's so dumb and redundant. He agreed. He agreed to personal opinion. No, and it's fine to agree to it, but it's redundant because as a listener, why would I listen to anything? I need. We need to be smarter as listeners, right? As an audience, as a that's the as problem. A society. Why would I listen to anything and be like, "Nah, this facts"? Like without ever questioning it, right? Why do yeah. I need a disclaimer to tell me? Yo, or, this might not all be correct. You know, we, we don't necessarily support his opinions just because, yeah, it's a person with a personal or opinion. as like, a listener, why would you listen to it and be like, I don't agree with this. Fuck Joe Rogan and Spotify yeah, for just, giving him a just, platform. Just just stop you listening to him. 
yeah, like you Spotify, I think like... honestly is doing the right thing. They're not canceling his show. Mm-hmm. They're not throwing away the bag they gave yet. him yet. And I hope they stand with how they're moving because it shouldn't come down to the platform getting heat for providing a platform to him because as listeners, we should be smart enough to not say, oh, fucking Spotify feels the same way if they if they let him put it on their fucking... Yeah, it's one thing if they were silencing everyone with an opposing opinion from him and just pushing, like, opinions like Rogan's because then it's like, oh, you got a case. Like, hey, they're keeping these other opinions down. They're clearly biased. That's one thing. No, they're just a platform for everyone. He just happens to be the biggest podcast out, and he's got some of the like most major influence. So it reminds me of what's going on in New York music right now with the drill movement and how they're trying to say like, Oh, <laughs> this is a segue. I couldn't have guessed. Yeah, no, no, I'm not even So they're saying drill music is the reason why these young kids are dying. Right. So bro, if Spotify is going to remove all of Joe Rogan's shit. Nobody for anything he talked about, they literally then cannot provide platforms for artists to put their music on who are talking about gang violence and, and beef and murder and all that other shit. So then what is the purpose of having that streaming platform? And That's a great video point. games and video games cause violence as well. We've heard all it doesn't matter. You can pick out anything where people are like uh shows like skins and euphoria. Cause we're just gonna to be fucking listening to sex, Tracy Chapman right? for the rest of our life. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That is a great song. Um, <laughs> I'll say that again. Uh, but yeah, like you can choose anything. Uh, like I was saying, shows like Skins and Euphoria cause teens to have sex and drink and do drugs. Like, no, this they're just reflecting the world around us in a way. You know what I mean? Like, it Shit. doesn't like playing fucking Call of Duty doesn't make me want to go off to war. Like I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not how that shit works. And right. but parents and old, the older generation. Sorry, we Eric. were, supposed, no, I'm just to, we but, were like, supposed to grow up and be fucking jacking cars mm-hmm. and Grand picking up prostitutes because of uh-huh. Grand Theft Auto and going to strip clubs <laughs> and getting crazy. Goes, but it even goes further than that, right? Like that's a great point that you brought, Aaron. I'm sorry for doubting you. Um, <laughs> but but to that, like forget drill music hip-hop music in general was always stigmatized mm-hmm. and people thought like because of the messages in it because of the the drug references because of the gun references because they were talking about street lifestyle that the listeners were going to be infected young listeners were going to be impacted to the degree that they were going to emulate that now let's be fair there are some people who do that emulate do. that lifestyle and that's that, the world, though. Like, not to cut exactly. you off. Exactly. There will always be the people that follow it to a T, and then there will always be the people that are smart enough to not and to choose, pick and choose what they follow, what they allow to influence them. That's the fucking world. And what right. we're seeing with cancel culture is we're seeing people try to basically take away all options and force us into seeing one thing so that we can all be that way. And that's just not how it's going to work. I'm sorry. Right. There will always be shitty people in the world. There will always be ignorant people in the world. It will 100%. always be that way. 100%. And, and, and to even further that point, it's like, listen, you don't have to agree with him using the word. If you want to condemn him for that, I believe you were well within your right. 
I feel like, and I don't knock anybody who does that. I'm uncomfortable with him using the word in a way that he did also. And I, I'm somebody who's a fan of his and a long time listener of his. And I will say, I don't, you know, like, I don't agree with him in every, in, in everything that he says, you know, there's, there's, we have differences of opinions on certain topics, but I feel like the value that he provides is that in a world that we live in now, where there's a ton of information that comes out that has agenda behind it, even though he has strong opinions on certain issues, he is somebody who more than most people, more than most networks, cable news networks, or whatever the news source that you consider to be the epitome of reporting and stuff like that, or the most trusted source that you could think of, more times than not, he does a better job at representing both sides on issues than the nightly news does, the cable networks, or any of the people that we see circulating on Facebook all the time, or that our uncles and aunts share us videos of this topic and that topic. Like all the talking heads that we, that, you know, whether it be CNN, MSNBC, Fox, he does a better job of kind of talking through these issues because he has real conversations. He's not just trying to get fucking his, uh, he's not just trying to get talking points out. He's not, he's not, that's not his objective. So like, I feel like from that standpoint, somebody who is, um, somebody who, who wants, who believes in first amendment rights and, and feel and believes in freedom of speech even though you may not like him using that word, he shouldn't be canceled because of it necessarily, because he offers so much more than that. It's a kind of, yeah, he's way more than just, it's not like not only does he say the word, but he pushes racist agenda. Like it's one thing if that's the case, right? Because then it's like an indicator of the type of person he is and his ideologies and shit like that. But it's not. It's it's not like his his character has shown to be not even close to related to the normal type of person you would think would throw out the hard R and shit like that. Yeah. Right. You, someone throws out the hard R, you're immediately like, oh, racist. Right. But I right. think we should know enough about Rogan to this point, see his track record to this point and say, like, OK, and then see the context in which it's used in and say, all right, this isn't. I felt a hard like R I, being thrown around by a racist man. This I is just type he's of talking person, about it. My bad. I felt like I knew the type of person that he is so much that I didn't think he even used the R. You thought it was R. the the A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you yeah. know. See, I mean, for me, it's like I've I've said the hard R, not at someone, not like that, but I've said it when describing the word, right? The same way I keep saying the word, and you keep saying the word, like you would just replace it in conversation and with the actual word. I'm not going to do it here for any sensitive listeners. And when I say sensitive, I'm not like coming at you. I'm just saying like some people might not want to hear it and I'm going to be mindful of that. Right. So I'm not just going to throw it out freely, but I don't have an issue with it being used in that manner. I don't think it should be used a shit ton and tossed around like nothing. And you should always be aware of who you're speaking with. But I've had conversations with people where I'm talking about like, no, this word isn't okay to use. Here's why this is where it comes. Like we're actually like breaking down the word. Otherwise, man, any, there's so many words that are bad words, offensive words, you know, uh, kind of in the way they're used usually. Right. But that doesn't make them all the time just inherently evil words in my opinion right like you say something like bitch 
right? Like, usually, like if it's directed at someone, it's, you know, or any racial slur yeah, or, know, you know, I, like you I could know. be talking about the racial slur and, and you could say like, oh, cracker doesn't really offend me. Cracker doesn't really, you know, have, and you know, some <laughs> people have a cracker, oh shit. But like we, that, all those other slurs are kind of I like- I never say it with the R, in comparison. What? Well, well hit cracker. With the a. Oh, I don't. I don't even think. It's <laughs> <like that. laughs> but, but. The, well, that's the, the thing too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. um, I hear what you're saying, and 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 it's true. However, um, some people try to draw false equivalent equivalency to, mm-hmm. to the to the N word. And then other words. Now there are other words. The, the other version of the N word, for instance. Well, honestly speaking, and I was going to get to that. I feel like there is no distinction between the hard R and if you're saying it with an A and you're using it in the way that rappers use it or that people of hip hop culture and urban culture use it. And I and, and wholeheartedly let, disagree. But well, let me let me get to my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say, I'll say it. And I figured you were going to disagree, by the way. Mm. What I'm saying is, I know the distinction, mm. right? I know the distinction as somebody who grew up in New York City, who grew up and have, I have friends who are basically family of mine, who are African American, who I consider brothers of mine. I grew up that way. We all did. See, when we grew up in New York City, what kind of, especially if you're somebody who is fairer skin and you're Latino and you don't even have to necessarily be Latino, that we all grew up with white people who use the N-word also and were given a pass. That's not everywhere, right? That's not yeah. everywhere. Like if I'm, you know, we're all have Puerto Rican backgrounds, right? And stuff, we all used it growing up. With the, you know the n word with the a in the context of hip hop culture and stuff like that amongst our friends, the term of endearment, right? But to somebody who's not of the culture, if I'm saying it on a train, and I'm coming from high school and I'm with my boys, and there's somebody who is a 65 year old African American person who lived through the civil rights era, who lived through segregation and stuff, and all of this stuff. They're going to look at that differently. They're not yeah. going to understand it in the way that we do and with the context we do. And to them, I've seen it it's happen. the same thing. And I'm going to be honest with you, like, and I'm not even trying to get on a high horse because like, I'm not going to act like I don't still say that word. But I really, and it's, and it's years of me saying it as a kid, being growing up in hip hop culture, but like, I've really, really tried to make a concerted effort to not say it at all and it's something that's going to be an ongoing thing and the reason being is because there have been times especially as i've gotten older where i'm now on the other side of it where i'm the one who's sitting on the train and i see a bunch of high school kids junior high school kids get on and using the n-word back and forth freely and i'm sitting there i'm like shoot i could only imagine what this lady who's sitting by me who's in her 70s 80s is thinking in her head and she's kind of like looking forward i mean looking into space and stuff and i can only imagine what's going on in her head that she has to hear this all the time you know and it you know so like it's it's more so about being considerate i would make the argument that 
you would have that same thought process if it wasn't the n-word and if it was just fuck over and over and they were just throwing out the word fuck all you'd be like damn like these kids is wildin you would have the same because it's just there are those abrasive words that are like damn not everyone's comfortable hearing these words so freely or if they were throwing out pussy all the time you know what i mean like you'd be like damn, yeah but the difference is that fuck wasn't the word that was being said before somebody was being hanged it wasn't the last word yeah 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 and, it, wasn't, and, it wasn't something that was being said while they were being they were being whipped and and, and mutilated and 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 you know and so like that's that's the thing this the word the word was it Chris Rock had a had a great line for it where he said it's like um man I f- I forgot what he said it's one of the most explosive words that we can even think of I don't there's nothing mm-hmm. really that you can compare to it okay and then it, speaking of the Chris Rock they like. But Chris Rock says doesn't he like there's a difference for him with the hard R and the A, right? right? Like, and to me, like that's the distinction. Like, I can make the distinction, right? Not everyone can, as you said, and not everyone will, right? But to me, that's just a level of like not understanding. It's just like a cultural difference or a, a generational gap kind of thing, right? Um, obviously, the A is derived from the hard R. But I definitely think that uh, they're they're too like I don't compare the words at all. Like I understand obviously that one comes from the other, but in terms of usage, like I don't compare the two like at all. Yeah, I, I get it, and I don't listen. One one is one comes from, from where like we you come said from though but, because yeah 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 we were but all one, raised like, pretty like much you said, in the, let me just in get the hood. Point up. Yeah, one comes from like like you said the last word before you hang some, like the other one is not even close to it. That's, that's not how it came about. You know what I mean? But, but the thing is, it still came from that word. They yeah, took, they try to take a negative and turn it into a positive, right? There so you like, go. And what, so, and what's wrong with that in a way? Go ahead. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with it on the surface level, but mm-hmm. it has to be acknowledged that that word stemmed from something that was terrible. So, um, and I feel like here's the other thing that gets messy. And we all know, I'm pretty sure we all have family members, right? We're going to be keep, keep it funky about this. And or we all know people who use that word, right? Who use that word. And I'm, I'm not even saying N with the hard R I'm saying they just use the one with the A right in, in the, in the context of hip hop culture or whatever, or just urban culture, street culture, but yet. Like they're racist against black people. Okay. And yeah, they have bad. all they have all these views, and it's and it gets really, really weird. So it's like it's it's a very multi-layered kind of thing where it's like, I don't know. I feel like listen, at the end of the day, I don't think I'm better for using the word. Like having that word, like I could do without it. Like I could find another word to express myself if I really wanted to. So like mm-hmm. if we're having a conversation, even though I agree with you when you say there's other words or that's not the intent behind the word, but intent is really dependent on the person who's saying it in the context that it's being said. And it gets, it's a very, very slippery slope if we're being yeah, honest I mean, about it. I mean, personally, like I'm huge on intent. Like to me, most things for me, outside of a few things that are very clear cut black and white to me, most things are situational and most things are gray in this world. Right. Um, 
And to me, intent kind of allows you to say, okay, maybe it came out wrong, but I understand what they were going for. Like, so to me, like I'm like, I value intent very highly. And so that's why, uh, to me, I can distinguish the two where it doesn't feel like, man, you just saying it. Cause to me, that's too black and white. That's too clear cut. And it's like, I've come yeah. up in the same culture we've all come up in. Right. Where it's bro. I was using that word. Like it was, it was never a conscious decision for me to use that word. You know what I mean? I didn't d- wake up one day like, yo, I'm gonna start saying nigga. Like that's just not how it worked. You know, it was just, it, it just became a part of me. Just like it probably just became a part of you because we bring it, it's all around us. And that's the culture we came up in in New York City, right? And and with our friends and, and shit like that. So like, for me, like, and, and it's never been used, bro, I've never heard anyone, I mean, with my people use nigga as to be racist and like to harm someone. It's very different to me yeah. than the hard R. When you hear the hard R and, and someone's saying it at someone, it's almost always intended to harm or to or to marginalize right but unless of course you're describing the word or breaking the word down in the situation like rogan was in you know what i mean but not i i see both sides you know i i agree also with eric you know like it's been a part of my vocabulary and like you said coming from where we come from never consciously just saying like hey I'm just going to start, you know, we could be in the park playing ball, yo, pass the ball, you know what I'm saying? And it just gets thrown around. It's like, bro, it's like, like, bro, it's like, it's it's like any, it's just like a as I get older and, you know, I'm a father, I don't want to just consciously not be aware, you know what I mean? So it's like. I could do without the word as well. Now it's it's mm. it's it comes out naturally as part of my vocabulary sometimes in the midst of just talking with the homies, talking with you know what I'm saying, like and, or arguing with the homies. Like, are you fucking bugging my my nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just it happens. But my kids are not being raised in the hood. You know what I'm saying? So I'm never gonna let them feel like because daddy uses it. They could use it, you know what I mean? Because I want to be a, a, a aware, and I I don't want to raise my kids with that word in their vocabulary, whether it's harmful or not coming from me, which it's never harmful. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want them to be using it. So I see both sides. Um, Joe Rogan, I don't think gets the pass to say it with the ER, no matter the context, whether it's in a stand up comedy or not. I don't think yeah. any. Any white comedian does, but I know Joe Rogan didn't mean no harm. Hopefully, he grows from this, and and maybe he will continue to use it in a stand-up way or in a way to break it down and talk about it without causing harm. But maybe he won't, and if he doesn't, I will be very happy with that. Well, I just I don't... just think like you're you're when you're almost we're almost trying to remove it completely, right? And that's almost like it exists, right? There's so many harmful words and hurtful words, right? And like, then it just comes down to censoring. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying it to talk about it, right? To have a discussion on it. Like, bro, there's there's words like suicide that are like, oh shit, that, you know, like, bro, like 
certain platforms are banning people from using the word suicide. Like you can't even say suicide like on Twitch. But to, like to be fair like, and not to not to cut you off, Rogan wasn't only just saying it to say it with the purpose of talking about the word in that context. Mm -hmm. He was also using it in other contexts. Like there is a clip where he has another guest of his where he's kind of egging him on. He's like, he's oh so say, say the it. word, yeah, say, say it. it, say yeah. it. And then he, the guy said, the guy says it, and it's a white guy, and they start both laughing and stuff. Now, yeah, again, that, that's more like horrible taste. Context matters. Like taste. And Ooh. listen, as a, as somebody who has logged as many hours on the air as he has, sometimes you're gonna have days where you say things that you're probably gonna end up regretting. And then once you release it out there, it's there for the world, and people can use it and spin it how they want to spin it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're a hateful person or or that you have this malintent towards a certain race or this and a third. However, there is multiple clips out there, and he wasn't only using the in that context. He also had this whole Planet of the Apes kind of thing where he did this yeah, whole that, that, that shaky context right there. Where where he talked about him and some comedian friends of his got dropped off in a black neighborhood and he made a reference to Planet of the Apes and stuff because the whole point of it was was to say that he, it was like he felt like he got out got out. I don't want to misquote him because that's being done enough to a degree, but the gist of it was something along the lines of he referenced the fact that it was a black community and that it was like he's he he got off and stepped you know it was sketchy because he had never been there before and it was like he stepped out of the car into africa some some shit along those lines i'm paraphrasing yeah, here uh, he walked yeah. it back and on uh, apparently he walked it back on the actual episode itself and corrected himself from, from what i heard and again mm. i could be wrong but but I feel like because there's that in there, it gives credence and it kind of gives license for some people to believe that, yo, if you said it this many times, I don't care if most of the times in the context in which you used it was more in a conversation about the word, you use it. And, you know, he also tried to draw equivalencies to the N-word and, like, you know, other ethnic slurs that are used in the Italian community, uh, you know, amongst Irish people, you use the word spick, you know, which is a common Man, ethnic well. slur. Yeah, dago, you know, all these words uh, that are that are used to describe other ethnic communities. You know, with that said, you know, uh, again, it's it's a tough it's a tough comparison because none of those words have kind of that kind of weight behind them to that degree. But I was going to say, before we move off this topic though, do you have those posts up there? Cause I feel yeah, like yeah, I do, I do. these two, these two opinions, Andrew Schultz, the comedian, uh, who in a brilliant idiots podcast with Charlemagne, the guide, and he's a big supporter of Joe Rogan's been on this podcast several times. And then you got Van Lathan who used to be of TMZ's now with the ringer, uh, network and um he's also famous for that whole he's the one that went back at kanye west when kanye said that slavery was a choice in the yeah. tmz offices and he That's spoke his claim up to right fame. there and yeah. he spoke up right there so they both have uh posted something on their instagrams that i felt was kind of really spoke about the differing differing views and i feel like they're both right in a way yeah. but i mean if you could bring yeah. that up 
So this is Andrew Schultz's. If you want to read that. I'll read it. Uh, Rogan hit job started with misinformation. That didn't stick, so now it's racism. Next, it will be misogyny. After that, transphobia. They're trying to make him radioactive because they fear his influence. This isn't about hate. It's about silencing a powerful man they can't control. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot to that. Should I bring up the other one, or should you want to break this down? Yeah, bring on the side though. Yeah, please believe the people behind this don't care about a single thing Rogan said. They know you do though, and their goal is to manipulate you into silencing Rogan so they don't have to deal with him. I don't blame anyone for falling for it. If you know, yeah. don't know a person, you believe what you're what told, you're told about. about them. It's, it's human, human nature. nature. But make no mistake about it. This it's is a job. It's the same playbook used when a movement or, or person of influence can't be controlled. Now, I had a hard time reading that, not because I don't it's know kinda, how to read, small font. but it's, it's small to, font. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think Ar- you were stupid, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron knows how to read. I can vouch for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen him read a couple I times mean, in my it's life. It's only been a couple years since he's learned, but still. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly new, but. Edit, edit that out. No, but go ahead. My yeah. kids read me bedtime stories. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, though. But yeah, let's break it down. Like, you want to bring up the you want to bring up the bring contrasting view? Or, oh, the no, contrasting no, no. one. All right, all right. So, gotcha. Let's bring up Van Layton's view. Gotcha. No, but I feel like even though you know, yeah, we bring up with Andrew, but that's literally how we started the subject. Like they were trying to take him down for the COVID shit. Now they want to take him down for this racism shit, and right. it's just. How it is like, right? I do believe that. I believe he's a man with power. He has a lot of money, and a lot of people listen to him. Like he gets millions of views, probably tens of millions of oh yeah, of all views the time listeners. So they probably think like a man who actually has the power to have like ten million people listen to him any given day is a fucking powerful man. Look, we can't. Control. Joe Rogan so, has had presidential candidates. He's had millionaires billionaires he's had people of all walks of life like he's very very powerful platform so i understand why somebody would have a worry or feel like hey you know we got to make sure that it's not used in a way that it's skewed or whatever fine but you know but anyway van lathan uh his he tweeted out it's hilarious when white people invoke uh, I don't know that bitch level of playing dumb about the N-word as if we ain't been discussing this for a hundred years. And that is both, I feel like him and Andrew Schultz kind of hit it on the on the head is, is what makes this kind of discussion so interesting in a way because it's like, it's true. Yeah, it's true. and I, just to be clear, like I'm not uh, saying like Joe Rogan's good in my but like he should be fine to say it whenever like no i think if if i was a white person right then i would be ultra hypersensitive about ever using it ever i don't think i ever would obviously i can't say because i'm i'm not white but i think i would be that aware about my usage of the n-word of the hard art right um so i can agree to that extent like bro like rogan like you probably shouldn't have been saying it at all I give people in general a pass to use it if they're just like talking about it. Like, because like you said, like 
uh, you were saying the hard R has more power than these other racial slurs, right? The reason it has more power is because we give it that power every time we refuse to say it, right? You can make that argument too. Like, um, obviously there's history behind it, just but there's history behind a lot of these slurs. And, uh, but we just, we're very aware of the history behind the, the hard R. And, but every time we say the N word or the word without saying, it, we continue to feed into that power of like, now we we can't say it now we're scared of saying it now nobody can say it and it's like man words exist and and it's it's up to us to either uh be aware of like what crowds are sensitive to them and when not to use them and but to to almost silence the word completely when like man it's a word and it exists and there's going to be discourse around it like there's no difference what's the difference between me saying like there is a difference, obviously, but like to say hard R versus the word itself is like we're talking about the same thing, you know. Like, at, like Louis C.K. got that that bit where it's like every time someone says the hard R, it puts the word in your head, right? Like you you're talking about the same shit, but continue. I think it's like actually that. anytime anyone says the N word, it puts the, the word yeah, with yeah, the yeah. er yeah yeah exactly in your head exactly yeah. yeah. But continue. I mean, yeah, we can continue. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think we've we've touched everything we can about it. To be honest, yeah. like we're not giving yeah. Joe Rogan a pass. We understand the 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 weight of of the situation, but we also understand that Joe Rogan is not a, a harmful person, mm-hmm. and he can only learn from this. We all grow. We all grow, change. We talked talked about this, you know. Bro, it's all... it's easy to, it's easy to throw judgment when like you're not important enough or influential enough for people to dig into your past, right? Yeah. And right. and throw your past and put it in front of people. But also yeah. not to continue this conversation, but it has to be said also there is a privilege built in because of who he is and because of the um he has built up equity and people who have followed him and listeners of his. Somebody like me, for instance, I, if if Joe Rogan podcast was just a year in, and these uh, this clip came out, I don't know if I would be as willing to kind of put myself out there and really defend him. But because I've grown with him over the years, and there's been many issues that have kind of opened my eyes that he brought up and discussed, I feel more comfortable and be like, hey, nah, like, this guy has done more good than bad, and he deserves to kind of be heard out. He he doesn't deserve to kind of be shunned in the way that some people want to be see him shunned. But yeah. within that, if that same thing happened to me, you, like any of us here, and we're working a regular nine to five, and it gets out and it gets to our bosses and our superiors or something like that, that's a conversation that's probably not going to go in our favor. You know, uh, like that, you know, because he's Joe Rogan, because he has the money, because he's a UFC commentator, uh, you know, uh, you know, a comic, you know, who's well known. And he has all of these uh, he has he's in all of these areas and spaces, has celebrity, powerful celebrity friends. He is given more leeway than the average person would be, despite the fact he's catching super heat. Now, this wouldn't even be a discussion if it were, if it were me or you. And we had a job that was, let's say, a public job, you know, and this stuff podcast. like that. This yeah, podcast or anything. right now. <laughs> you know, we can work our way up to fucking 10,000 views and 
fucking all of a sudden. And if they pull this up, I'm finished now. We have a little influence (laughs) and somebody tried to use this conversation, this literally this conversation right now Mm -hmm. and try to fucking use it again. And that's that's the danger. That's the danger. Go ahead. I was going to say, but like to me, I, I will always stand and I'll stand by this conversation and what I've said in this conversation, right? And if at some point down the line, someone pulls this up and I look back and I say, yeah, maybe I was wrong about that. And I can acknowledge it because I've grown since then because we're fucking human and we learn along the way, right? Then I will have no problem someone pulling this up and me addressing it and taking accountability for it. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. It's this idea that everything we say should be held against us to the end of time. Despite if down the line years from now, I've done so much for people and people have seen my character and seen that I'm this person or that person, and then you pull this up and suddenly I'm shit, right? Yeah. That's stupid. That doesn't make sense. It's always bigger. It's always bigger than just the yeah. the instances where we fuck up as humans, right? And we need to be more open and receptive, cancel culture specifically, more open and receptive to people growing and learning and not being the same person they were the day before. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, man. I, I agree. Um, Just to move on a little from that, because we do got some other things we want to talk hot. about. I'm hot right now. Maybe. You know, like it, it's a heavy conversation. So we had it's to such devote a heavy conversation, that much time, man. and I feel like we could devote way more more hours, like oh, hours I, worth of. I got so much knowledge. No, no, I got, <laughs> you know, I was gonna drop some shit on y'all, but we moved past this. I was, I was gonna compare it to like some shit you said where you was like other words hold just as much weight and and being hurtful in the context you use it. Like, like the word bitch, I was gonna compare it to like. Women be calling each other bitches all the time, but Bro, get into an argument his... with your girl and be like, you acting like a bitch or shut the fuck up, bitch. And, and you just cross the fucking I mean, line, bro. Y'all heard y'all heard you know? the song, y'all heard the song The Kramer by Wale, right? Uh yeah. The Kramer, where it starts off with the intro of uh the actor who plays Kramer, like and he goes, I wrote it down because I wanted to say it. He goes, You can't be mad because I choose the word nigga. Let me air it out, nigga. Nigga ain't bad. See, niggas just had a clever idea to take something they said into something we have. Something we flipped into something with swag, nigga. Don't be mad. Now, he goes on to say, bitches ain't shit, but women ain't bitches. See, women are the queens, and bitches just bitches. And bitches say bitch like bitch is not offensive when niggas say bitch all of a sudden they offended. And I just think, like, that whole shit is so, like... Damn, you tied that I in. Get it. Crazy. I, like I get it, and I don't know if I, y'all know this. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> you know, I'm a big Wale fan. I didn't um, even know he was gonna tie in bitch and all that. I brought up bitch. And yeah, <laughs> but he kind of he brings it up literally right after. And I was gonna say I don't know if you know this, but I learned this years ago, and I never hear this brought up. And y'all could tell me if it's relevant or not. But did y'all know that the LGBTQ right? They, they sometimes uh, represent like a pink triangle. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll have the pink triangle as a symbol of theirs. I don't know if y'all know, but that came from Nazi Germany. And the same way the Nazis would la- would uh, kind of mark Jewish people with the Star of David, they would mark gay people with this pink triangle. And that it's the same pink triangle. And you know what they did? They took it. And reclaimed it as their own, right? They took it as a thing of like empowerment, right? Like we're, we're gonna take this, and you know what? We flipping it on them. I've never heard that same thing being used in the defense of the word nigga from the the hard R. But 
I think that it's pretty it's a pretty similar case, but you never hear anyone complain about that, right? Mm, because they took something that marginalized them and said, fuck that. You know what? We're gonna rep this shit and show that we coming out the on top. You know what I mean? Uh, so that that's kind of like how I uh go ahead, go ahead. I, you know, I think it's uh time to move on now, you know. Oh, <laughs> Talking about Jews here. We're, we're talking about the N word. <laughs> we're talking about gay people. Like we're only on podcast episode. It don't three. tie in. It don't tie in. Though. <laughs> it don't tie in. Well, this I next topic is about Kanye West. Kanye <laughs> <Pony> West. <laughs> Moving on. Do nah, we believe nah, 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 kids nah. should be on social media? Because Kanye does not. <laughs> And this was another topic. Now, okay, but I do want to move on to that. But I do want to move on. But I, I never heard that. Number one, mm-hmm. that's an interesting point. So I, I want to learn more about that and read up on it. I'm not saying that what you're saying, you're pulling it out your ass. I, you know, I know you're smart enough to, you know, well read enough to to have done your homework on that. But yeah, I never heard of that. So that's so that's that's interesting. But um, but yeah, I think we should probably move on. I might have made it up. Move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kanye, he's been in the headlines lately. Like Mm -hmm. I I previously mentioned, trying to move on. Um, him and Kim are kind of battling out in the public eye. We just went from the N word to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Yo, because I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying that's where media been going this week. It's just in general. (laughs) We got range. Um, so one of the main things he, he ranted or had a stream of consciousness about stream of consciousness during social media, a stream of texting, um, consciousness, but, uh, he said his kid is now on TikTok and he doesn't believe his kid should be able to. And then mind you, his oldest kid is only eight years old. And then he North. went on to 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 post the uh, terms and services and, and agreements, the terms and agreements. Where he read those? Yeah, he read that. No, I never <laughs> in lawyer, my life. Oh wait, he said he don't got a lawyer. <laughs> I never read them shits in my life. Good, good. He brought it up where in there it says that TikTok is for teenagers. It's not for kids under a certain age. It's mm. like twelve and up. Mm-hmm. And his daughter's eight, and he doesn't like that. I personally, I'm a father. I do not allow I don't like my that shit neither. <laughs> yeah. I don't allow my kid to have TikTok. She's nine years old, one year older than than North, and my kid does not have TikTok. Does not have a definitely does not have an Instagram. I don't even really like my kid being on regular YouTube. Yeah, because she could stumble on this podcast. <laughs> like, exactly. <right? laughs> then you're gonna have to have another talk. Or Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be talking about pink triangles, and it's like it's gonna yeah. get crazy. Hey, <laughs> knowledge is knowledge. But, um, but yeah, how yeah. do you guys feel? Where do you guys stand on that topic and yeah. that whole situation? Pretty much. Uh, I, I could go. Um, I, I feel the same way as you do, and I don't even got kids to to have to know, right? I think. I think when it comes to social media, right, and and I always try to give it the benefit of the doubt of like, man, we were kids, we were what, twelve maybe when MySpace when we first got on MySpace and stuff like that. Yeah. 
And like um, now if if I have a 12 year old, you know, I've had siblings, so I can at least have that perspective of it. A 12 year old on social media, I'd still probably be like, you shouldn't be on social media too. You know, I'd still be wary, right? Nine, eight, I mean, eight years old, like no way, because there's so much like danger that can come from that. And to make matters worse, that's as a regular child, bro. She's North. She's literally the child of Kim and Kanye. What like <laughs> no way is she the comment section on, on North and, and it's video harmful. is going and, crazy. And here's and here's the shitty part, right? Because yeah, she shouldn't be allowed on it, right? Because of stuff like the comment section, right? But then you got all these shitheads in the comment section that in their mind, because it's the same way they, they talk so much shit just because it's a celebrity and like, oh, this person has money, they're untouchable, whatever. They're oh, somehow in their brain, they think it's okay to do similar shit to a child, bro. Like this mm -hmm. is how far we've strayed. And this is how much okay. social media has created a barrier in terms of how people see like dialogue with each other, right? Just because it's through social media, it means I'm free to say whatever the fuck I want. It's not face-to-face. Yep. -face. Bullshit, bro. We have, it's unfortunate and that you know we have worse? to live in this world where people can go into the comment section and say some foul shit to this eight-year-old child. Like, that's a whole nother conversation, bro. But I'm just going to say, and what's worse is that now people comment with the intent to get likes on their comment. Yeah, Exactly. Like, so it makes it even worse because oh, the more shittier things I say, people would exactly. think it's funny and like mm -hmm. my comment and give me clout mm -hmm. on yep. an eight-year-old's fucking video. It's provocative, gets the people going. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, listen, the way I look at it is a little bit different. I think anybody who's sensible would agree that a child of that age having you know, uh, an account, a social media account of any kind, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, is potentially dangerous. And there's a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, it's problematic. However, um, I'm looking at it from this aspect. Despite that, right, I think that's surface level. I think we could all agree on that, that Kanye, if that is the case, then Kanye has a 100% has a valid argument, right? But the assumption that's being made here is that in the way he's framing it, it is almost as if North has a TikTok account. She has a, on her phone, if she has a phone, and she is not being supervised while making these TikTok videos. She's the one that's uploading it herself. She's the one that's managing the content on her own page. She's the one that's looking at the comments and responding to the comments. That's a whole other thing. So I don't like, think she is, but 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 that still. changes it because if her to me at least, if her mother Kim Kardashian in this case is doing these videos with her and is supervising her, these little you know, whatever the latest TikTok dance is or whatever, whatever, or they're acting out maybe a, a movie that they both like or whatever, and they're mouthing the words to a scene, whatever the case may be, if her mom is supervising this and she is shielding her from all the nasty aspects of social media and North doesn't have control 
of her own page and she's just being allowed to express herself in that way via TikTok and have fun with it and it's innocent, then I don't have an issue as long as they don't she they don't have an issue. But it becomes a thing where the parents got to be on the same page about it. The father in me The father in me is going to say this. You want to dance and have fun and express yourself? Open the camera and dance and record yourself. You don't the non-father fucking, in me. You don't got to post that shit. But that's right. and that's in another issue, and right? Real uh, quick, hold that thought. Make sure you know what you can remember what you can say. I doubt Kim is supervising the the TikTok. Maybe the content that's gonna go on it. Yeah, okay, that's that's cool. That's that's innocent. You're dancing, cool. But I doubt Kim's even supervising her own social media. She definitely. Got someone that controls that shit. So Great point. But I mean, controlling her daughter's shit. I guess what I'm saying is, is that it is very possible that Kim has an account under North's name that might be on her phone, like you know, or on her tablet. And the only time she has access to it, North, is when she's with mommy, and mommy says it's okay to do that. Outside of that, it's not. A, you know, like I think the way it's being framed, kind of. It by Kanye is this almost like it's this reckless thing going on where my my daughter's out here being exposed to all these elements of social media and this and now if you want to make the argument that which you kind of just made right now, Aaron, where it's like I don't even know why you need to express yourself through social media in that way. There's so many other ways that are healthier for you to express yourself or whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's fine, but I think I think. I think f- um, for us to assume the worst of Kim Kardashian, despite what you feel about her personally, to assume the worst, if we're going to do that and we're going to judge her in that way, then we need to kind of look at the messenger. And if we look at Kanye West and look at his history, he's not perfect either. He is far from perfect and he does things all the time to draw attention to situations. Literally, the guy will attack somebody this week and next week be pictured in a photo with them. I don't know if this thing that he's talking about with Kim is something to just be vengeful in some divorce proceedings that they're going to have eventually. I don't know if he's doing this to just harm her character and kind of win some public support from people. It could be a lot of things. Won me over. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and to cool. both your points, he just attacked Billie Eilish this very week over some shit, and right. she innocently was like, because she he thought she uh, dissed Travis Scott, and Travis, and she I was like, no, like, like I was just, I it had nothing to do with Travis, right? Was um, that a concert, I right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if we're gonna get into that. We're gonna have time to get to that, but that's that's one point. So we've seen uh, Kanye kind of just randomly do things like that right draw attention to it and then to aaron's earlier point though what is wrong with pulling up the camera like you can use the tiktok you know app because it has the features where you could do the voiceovers and you know you take uh you you can use the filters and whatever and then you make them and then that's it make your post make the account private like why is it necessary for the kid for this child to be Posting it to the public, right? The Why masses. can't it be a private account? She could post it for her cousins and her family, or and they can keep, follow her. Why is there like in the camera roll and send it to your cousins? Hey, I, you know, like, 
Yeah, like, it can. It, I don't understand. Like we're we're it's it's we're in a dangerous time, man. Because now these kids, when they make something, it's like it got to be put out into the world, and the world has to see it. And it's like, what happened to doing shit because it was fun, and you you let your people see it, and your cousins see it, yeah. and it's innocent. And but wh- why does it have to get the eyes of people around the world that you don't know? And that's. that's I mean, a, she's a byproduct of this generation. You know and, I mean? and, 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 and I as, get it, and as we all are, and we're all. And it's not, and it's yeah, and it's not necessarily her fault, but that is why. Yeah. I don't know. It needs to be. It, I and, I hope it's supervised, and I hope they're being as safe as possible. But there was one thing I heard that she just went on IG live or something. She went on live, like unsupervised, at some point, and it's like, that's crazy to me. Like that. Oh, but not, I think it was her mother's live. Either way, if she was on my, and she also on she was on her mother's phone. Think about that. If Kim, Kim ain't even supervising her own social media. Her daughter's on her oh, Instagram. It's, it's just dangerous. Probably searching I don't around. Think it's that scrolling. crazy. You know why? She's jumping on IG live without Kim knowing, and then people were making jokes, commenting like, "Hey North, what's what's mommy's credit card number?" Like d- yeah. dumb shit like that. Ch- like, children. That's a good are- joke. I, I'm a, I'm a, that is a good joke. Uh, <laughs> like, Yo, but I'm like. Pretty- I wouldn't even say that to kids. You know what I mean? Because I, I'm in the mindset of like, they're innocent. You know what I mean? Like, so, so, but there's a lot of people that will, and, and it goes way deeper than that and way further than that and way more fucked up than that. You know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, I agree though. Like I, I would never argue against the fact that it is dangerous as hell. And you're, you're walking a fine line, a slippery slope when you're allowing when you're exposing any child to to social media, even if you're regulating it, you know it, it becomes it becomes it could potentially be a dangerous thing. However, like I feel like um, I feel like you know I hate to to kind of look at that situation, you know from from the angle that I'm looking at it, but like. I'm not all the way trusting of the motives of Kanye and him in the way that he's like um kind of going about this through the media and through the public and through his Instagram. Yeah, I don't like page. that either. Like, yo, yeah. I'll be I'll be honest with you. So like being an adult. Be an adult. And it gets deeper there's than kids that. Involved. Because, but there's kids involved and it shouldn't be on social media. That's how I feel. Right. And but also yeah. it gets deeper than yeah, that. I'd much rather him say on tracks, you know, God save me from the crash so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass <laughs> instead of going on social media. <laughs> Great point. Great point. Yeah, like <laughs> It's also obviously North and her social media usage or her TikTok usage. It's like one issue that's kind of rolled into many issues. Like he's in the middle of what appears to be a divorce. He's separated currently from his wife and he is having issues, I guess, from his standpoint of getting visitation uh, opportunities and stuff like that. that he, supposedly he was shunned from going to a birthday party. According he had to, to go to him. social media for that. And what? not to say that, oh, he did it because it's uh, he's just been doing it and it's been like part of his scheme, but that actually helped. Did he have to go to social media for that though? But but it Couldn't seemed he have like just to me. From my Travis? Couldn't he have just texted <laughs> Travis like, yo, what's the addy? But right. that's the thing. Couldn't Travis have just texted him days or a week before and say, hey, North or, or which one? Chicago's birthday is going to be here on this date. 
Absolutely. And why did Kanye it not know literally to the day of her birthday? And then that, he goes that's, on a, that's that's between him and Travis. He's right? trying to. He didn't need I'm to saying, go to once social media. He went I out think to that, social media. Travis reached out and it helped. That is sad. As a friend, that like you couldn't. I mean, yay. I don't. We don't know if Ye texted Travis before going on social media. We don't know, obviously. But like to me, like that's a like if me and you had an issue, right? And you went to social media first. Come on, bro. Just text me, dog. Like we we boys, so, right? I'm gonna like, put it this way. I'm gonna put it this way. If me and my significant other were going through a divorce and it was my kid's birthday and no one was letting me know her, her mother, her sisters, no one. I, I called the assistant, everything, the nanny. No one wants to tell me. And you're, you're dating her sister and you're going there and you didn't tell me nothing because you're assuming maybe I already know. Mm-hmm. And then you see me on social media talking about, yo, nobody know, nobody let me know. Then you're going to you, hit me, right? You should have called me, yeah, but you should have called me before you even took it to social media because I'm there. Just call my phone. He don't. I, I'm going to pick I, up I, for you, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and saying maybe he didn't know for sure whether Travis was there or not. Travis okay. is another artist like him who gets busy, got deals. It's not Travis's own daughter. I think you should exhaust. Actually, like, it was Travis's daughter's birthday, too. I'm, I'm bugging. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I got I, left I think for Kanye. You should kind of exhaust your other options before you take personal shit onto social media. I agree. I you agree. know what I mean? You no, know, maybe personal I'm media. I mean, social media should be a last too much slack, But right now, I'm kind of riding with Kanye in the whole situation. Um, Eric, I know you wanted to say something, but I wanted to piggyback off something you said earlier about maybe Kanye's using this in the media to like make his case seem a little better when when going through this divorce. But there has been instances where Kim and her family live off of not only social media, media, but television, doing the reality shows. And since Kanye has been a part of her life, Kanye has not been a part of not one of these reality shows. Hasn't got his. He's been keeping up with the Kardashian. I've seen him, yeah. Briefly hearing there. Yeah, yeah. But he's not a, a fixture, he's not a character on the show. Mm-hmm. His kids are definitely not. Mm-hmm. You never see his kids, and Kim is the star of the show. You're a big fan of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> nah, I haven't seen that shit in a long time. Uh, okay. But when it is on, yeah, I watch, and of course, I got, I got, a, I live in a house full of women. So, yeah. but uh, not only that. So, I, talking about that, speaking on that, actually, that makes me feel like. Kim wouldn't feel no type of way to be like, you know what? My daughter doesn't get to be on the television show. She don't get to be a part of like our lifestyle, all that. She can have a TikTok and and build a following or have people like her stuff and think she's cute and adorable and start building Northwest's brand. Mm-hmm. But you should I, be I on top put of it. Past her. And I if that's put, the case, I would sure, but be on top of it. And she shouldn't be accessing IG. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to tell anyone how to parent their kids. But, like, you got to be aware of the dangers. That's how I would yeah. parent mine in that. And I don't want to I don't want to just jump to the conclusion like she's not. But yeah, like, yeah. I, I do have my doubts. I do have my doubts. Here's what I'll say. And I'm going to defend. I'm going to defend Kim Kardashian here for a second. I love Kanye and I got I got love for him. But I will say but this on behalf. Like well. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to choose, 
Like, you I, don't make me choose. Go ahead. I love her in a different way. But anyway, <laughs> let's not get into that right now. But is I would say this. To her credit, to her credit, despite all of the opportunities that she has had to throw Kanye under the bus for his erratic behavior and for doing X, Y, Z, for making not only himself look quote unquote crazy, but also their family, their marriage, all of his ideas that whether you're on the side of them or not, we can all say that the way he his ideas come out of him are more problematic than the ideas themselves sometimes. His way of expression is very clumsy in many ways, and, it, and it's one of the reasons that it irritates a lot of people. But with all that said, she's had plenty of opportunities to kill his character and assassinate his character. And the one thing you could say about her is that she's never, ever done that publicly. Never, even during the whole divorce proceeding. I mean, even though the separation, she's never thrown him under the bus. She's always supported. And I'm pretty sure there was times where she didn't agree with him, but she did what a wife does and she held him down. So, so I feel like, you know, she deserves more of a benefit of the doubt. In my opinion, maybe I'm crazy, but that's the way I see it. Kim is definitely smarter than people give her credit for and um, not to say that it's disingenuous when she doesn't throw Kanye under the bus, because I don't know. But I think she's playing it the right way, right? Let him keep, you know, talking his shit and you just be a mom and you're going to come out on the good side of it, right? You're going to come out looking like the good person in the media, yeah. you know, just but, don't air shit out publicly. Yeah, but we're not here to say, oh, who's Because look, Kanye's who's... the only one airing shit out and he's looking like the bad guy, right? But go ahead. Uh, yeah, to some, not to me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm talking about to the masses. Not, yeah, we don't have our opinion. But this, it's not to say like, yo, are are we on Kim's side or Kanye's side? Yeah, it's no. more so it's... to be like, kids under a certain age shouldn't have free will to just. No, be I'm on definitely any on Kim's social side. Social media, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Make no mistake, yo. That's Kim, not a bad side to be on. Yo, Kim. P. Davidson, if he ain't working out, yo, holla at your boy. I'm, anyway, I'm on Julia Fox's <laughs> side. Nah, nah, I'm on Julia Fox's side, the one who was on Uncut Gems. This Julia Fox, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honestly, I don't even give a fuck about Julia Fox. <laughs> Either one. I I didn't even know about her in general. I didn't even know she was from fucking Uncut Gems. But um, yeah, no, nah, I just don't think that kids need to be on social media. Now, if Kim is fucking on top of it and monitoring it and very hands-on, more power to her. I can't tell someone how to parent their, their kid. You know, that's like somebody coming to me and being like, your daughter shouldn't be going to bed after fucking eight o'clock. Like, Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone has their own rules and per- per- parameters. Is that the right yeah. word? Parameters and shit that they put in place. Um, And, yeah, but me personally, I ain't even going to lie. Beyond social media, there's other things. Excuse me. There's other things that I feel are threats to... 
not I, I don't know if the right word is a threat, but like can influence kids in the wrong way beyond social media, even certain games that have like live chats that are supposed to be for kids. But I would consider live chats similar to social media. It's the same idea. It's no. very similar. That's how I look at it. Any, but anything another, where you're another person with would other look people. at me like I'm crazy saying some shit like that. Like no. Grand Theft Auto wasn't good for us, but we weren't talking we weren't live with chatting another with person like, people. "Hey, man, let's go fuck these prostitutes." Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, like, there's definitely or, a difference. Yeah. yeah, it was different. You know, yo, I didn't even know Grand I could Theft fuck prostitutes until it became a fucking big deal when they were trying to cancel Grand Theft Auto. And I'm no. like, wait a minute, you can do that? Grand Theft started honking at every fucking girl on every corner. You know, listen, I don't know, I don't know about y'all, and and maybe this is exposing kind of deep mental issues that I may have, but I'm gonna <laughs> say it anyway. Grand Theft Auto, like I never really even played the game like that. When I would, when I say I didn't play the game, I mean like there was many times where I didn't even care to follow missions. I was just going around and like shooting hookers and like hijacking, <laughs> hijacking cars. Like I had no interest in doing missions. It was like I had a gun. And I'm like, yo, I'm just popping people, random people. Thanks. Yeah, like it's a weird. Bro. It's a weird. Yeah. How, how does that influence your adult life? Not at fucking no all, right? <laughs> Still ain't shoot someone. Not at nah. fucking all. Nah. I thought he, nah. I thought he was you ain't bust make... your gun. You ain't nah. bust your gun. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> but, but yeah, you like... That, yeah, word, word, Kim. But, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I hear what you're saying, though. Like, it's it's... Kanye des- definitely has a point. If we're looking at it on on, fa- on on the surface, face taking his word for face value, and let's assume there is no ulterior motive behind what he's doing. And as a father, he is there really trying to kind of get control of a situation that he feels is dangerous potentially for his daughter. Then more power to him. Like I'm 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 with um I'm with Cesar. Like I, I don't really necessarily believe going through social media and those channels are necessary um but that's the way he's doing it he's applying pressure in the way that he sees fit we could we could talk about his delivery and the way he's doing it fine all i care about really is just like yo when you're going to screenshot and upload it to instagram can you at least fucking size it and crop it crop it correctly please yeah like he's like he's like screenshotting shit like my 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 70 year old dad and shit and the way he's uploading <laughs> it to Instagram. It's like yeah. mad large. Like, come on, bro. Shout come out on, to your man. pops. Teach him, teach him how to crop, Eric. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck going on? Nah, it's just it's, it's past the point. It's past the point. <laughs> I, I, it's, there's no going back now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think you know, definitely when it comes to that, like it, it's very imperative that we definitely like don't let kids just freely use social media. But today, you know, we we definitely touched on heavy topics. Joe Rogan took up a lot of time because that is a very heavy topic and a very important topic. And like we mentioned, we can go for way more hours talking about that. And then we just wanted to talk a little bit about something else just so the whole episode ain't about Joe Rogan, you know, and the whole controversy. But, you know, I think for now... As much as we wanted to get into, you know, we definitely wanted to get into music and a little bit of sports and 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 um it ties into to music too, but I definitely want to talk about Eminem on the next one in the Hall of Fame um 
situation, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, but we can't right now. So so we're gonna sign off, you know. For anyone that's rocking with us, you know, you could find us on No Politics Network. You could find our No Politics Sports there. You could find our after show there where it's not a show. It's more so like the outtakes, uncut stuff, just raw, unedited. And and the, the one episode we put out, you guys are in my pocket for a little while while I'm driving in the car. Cozy. And, cozy, though. You know, you cozy, though. It's, it's cozy and all that. Really? But you got to provide some context when you throw that out. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all were on my phone and we were just talking the shit, there you go, shooting the shit. Go. But I do want to say every week we will be here. So next week, there's going to be much more to get to. Hopefully y'all tune in. Y'all like, y'all subscribe. Y'all follow the gang on all f- social media platforms as long as you're of, of age. And you can follow me at at, as long as if you're of H. Faking O moves. <laughs> F-A-K-I-N-N-O-M-O-V-E-S. The way it's spelled right there. Um, that's on Twitch. I mean Twitch. IG. Uh Twitter. Not Twitch. Twitter. IG. Um, and yeah. Holla at your boy. Yeah, and I just wanted to say if if you didn't already, you know, uh get this by listening to this uh podcast and this discussion. Uh, no politics network in the words of ODB is for the children. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to, I just wanted to drive that point home. Definitely for the, for the children. Yeah. Tag, tag. <laughs> Give them your handle where they can find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me at, um, Eric B N Y C on Twitter and on Instagram. That's Eric with a K B N Y C. Working genius, just like you see it on the screen, Instagram, YouTube. Read the description down below. You'll see all the information, all our information there. That's all that needs to be said, really. No Politics Network on Instagram. No Politics Sports on Instagram. Yes. Of course.